Welcome to the Monkey House. It's me here in the year 2024. And I'm about to be in Sydney and Brisbane. Sydney from the 8th to the 12th of May. Brisbane from the 16th to the 19th of May doing my show, Drier Drier, at the respective comedy festivals in those cities. But I'm also, uh, while I'm up there, I figured I had a couple of days to kill. So I'm doing a Who Knew It With Matt Stewart on Monday the 13th of May at the Chippendale Hotel and in Brisbane at Good Chat Comedy on the 14th of May. And you can get tickets for all of that. Now, go to mattstewartcomedy.com for the links. mattstewartcomedy.com. Now, on with the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome to Primates, the podcast that explores primates in popular culture from Chimpan A all the way down to Chimpan Z. I'm Matt Stewart. I'm your host, and I'm joined, as always, by my very trusty second banana. He's also the host of the gaming show Gaming Game, which is about gaming games. It's Evan Munro-Smith. Hello. Welcome, Evan. It's good to be in the in the monkey house with you. Yes, indeed. We're now getting cracking, really getting into the meaty business for yeah. season two of the umbrella academy yeah it's such a it's it's like it's such a they really hit the ground running with this season yeah um not at all like the first season everything's happening it's a lot going on yeah and i'm loving every minute of it (laughs) yeah it's great it's so good so this episode uh episode two of season two is called the frankel footage and uh we'll get to why it's called that shortly um but the synopsis on netflix is an incident at the bar leads Luther to Vanya. Five finds an unsettling surprise in the film Hazel Left Behind, and the cops come after Allison's husband. Mm. So I guess the um, yeah. So the the surprise film that Hazel Left Behind was something you didn't even notice happening in the first episode. Yeah, that that passed me by. I mean, so much was going on at the start of that episode as well. That's true. Um, that I, yeah, it didn't even clock clock to me that um, he he'd passed something to five. Even I was, was not thinking it was going to be a film either. Yeah, no, so, I didn't. Well, I, when I when I picture a film, like a film film, I picture like a you know like a Hollywood film canister. Yeah, you know, like like a film magazine sort of thing. Not like um, it's like a. It looks like it'd be like full of po- like a box of Polaroids or something, not like a. Yeah, I, mean? I was thinking that when they were going to get it compact. processed during the episode, I thought that's what it was going to be—photos. Hmm. Yeah, it looks like the size of an old computer disc. Yeah, maybe it could fit three floppies in there. <laughs> yeah, if you you know if you're really pushing it. Uh, um, anyway, anyway, so this episode starts with a flashback to a bit of season one. Where we see the handler, Chelsea Handler, 
getting <laughs> no, her name's not Chelsea. It's just the handler. Yeah, she doesn't have any other name. Could could be Chelsea. It could be Chelsea. Well, let's assume it's Chelsea. Sure. Uh, so Chelsea Handler is shot by Hazel, our man. <laughs> I'm not yep. for that reason. I mean, jeez, Louise, <laughs> I'm not saying. If you're new to the show, the Handler's like it was a baddie, and she was trying to kill people. So yeah, Hazel was you know it was self it was self defense. Your officer, your officer. It, it, I'm mixing <laughs> up uh, the your honor and the officer there. I panicked. I don't do it well in stressful crime situations. So we thought um, we thought that Hazel shooting her in the head, as unlikely as it seemed, um, we thought that that was it for her. Um, yeah. At the but end I of reckon you even, I reckon at the time you even said, yeah, that, that we thought she was dead before. Yeah, well, I, she just sort of, she never came back. You just, I, I expected that she would, she would come back to life. And right. then she didn't. But wait. She, she's she's uh we, we see her now um uh we're still with a with a bullet hole in her head. A couple of dudes are, are taking her in to be cremated, hmm. um and one of the dudes is like, I think I saw a I think I saw a move, and they're like, ah, oh, it's probably just you know gas escaping or something like that, you know, um and uh, and, she and then she said like, she whispered, get me to the hospital, and he said, yeah. you think that was gas as well? <laughs> That's um, good stuff. Yeah, so she she is not dead. Um, and we see uh, some text on screen three months uh, later. You caught I that. I caught it this time. Yeah, yeah got it. Um, and uh, we see that she's she seems to have recovered 100%. Um, and she's back at the commission. And she um, explains why. she's. Well, everyone's sort of whispering like, oh, it's the handlers. Oh, it's the handlers back. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's sort of a bit strange. So, it feels a bit eerie and we're not sure why. Then she gets in and she talks to her boss uh, who is a... a Fish? We have, have not we, seen have this we, character before, no, have we? I don't. I, I was surprised. This this it is would a, seem. <laughs> this seems like a whole leap to another thing. Yeah, yeah. This is everyone wild. else who works for the commission's been a human so far. Yeah, that's that's right. Um, so it's quite this a leap to guy, a goldfish. Yeah, it's like a it's like a a guy a, a, a human body with a fish bowl for a head. Um, this man's name is AJ. Um, yeah. And I guess it is the goldfish? Yeah, it's the goldfish because we see the goldfish's lips moving. Oh, right. When he talks. So and then he smokes and he's sort of coughing and blowing smoke mm. rings. Uh, and it, so it's on a like a, in a fish bowl on the top of, I guess, a robotic body. Um, yeah. So, yeah, there's quite new questions have opened up there. <laughs> is is yeah. everyone, like, is every animal sentient in that way? I guess all animals are sentient. What does sentient mean again? <laughs> Uh, the, the sort of uh, aware of the surroundings uh, and, right. and their sense of self and stuff. Oh, okay. So maybe goldfish don't have that normally. Um, I'm not sure. No, possibly not. Um, <laughs> this is a real basic one. That's a very, very much a yes or no thing, <laughs> and I, I, I don't know which one of that those two options it is. But anyway, so yeah, this that was a bit strange. But it is. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's like the the uh, thumbnail for the series. On Netflix, yeah, it's an image that I've seen before, but I and that's why I was like, "Have we seen this guy before?" Yeah, it Um, feels like you would have seen um, the boss before. But anyway, he, um, she goes, "You're not firing me, are you?" And he says, "No, of course not. You're demoted." (laughs) And she got quite a big demotion back to sitting at a desk with a typewriter. Turned out to be Five's old desk. Yeah, she was uh, salt in the wound. Yeah, Um, yes, love a bureaucracy. 
There and- we also see this, this character Herb, um, who it is. It's, I guess the he, he's the one that sort of shows it to her desk. Um, a very short man. Yeah, and he uh, used to work under her. Yeah, she said. I think she made a joke at it. That was about him being short, was it? Because she she said she's done bigger turds than him. Yes. <laughs> and he says someone needs a bit of fiber in their diet. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, this is a um, bit of fun. Yeah, maybe she's just got problems in that way. Because remember when she was pissing last season? Yeah, that was a bit weird. That was a, yeah, it was a full on piss. <laughs> so she yeah so. Um, she's been replaced in the job getting five. So uh, she's yes. like, give me two more days. And he's like, you've already been replaced. And I guess we assume that's the three blonde men from episode one. Who are the, what, are the replacement? The Have replaced her on the job getting five, right? Right. Yes. They said I... you've already been replaced. And then later in this episode, they get a tube with Bunya's yes. photo in it. So it's like, oh, they definitely work for the commission. Yes. Because it was still a bit unclear because they've been weird. Those but three guys. Like, yeah. Is there like a new handler though now? Oh. Or is she still the handler? That's her name. I think that seems to be an. No, I don't know. Maybe it's the handler the position. That's what I assumed it was. Yeah, that she right. was the, the handler at the commission and <clears throat> and that there would be a new handler now, but I'm not sure who that would be. Right. But um, I guess her job was. Was was to deal with five and and in that way, yes, it seems like those three weirdos and maybe the the replacement on that particular task. Just before they got the tube through from the commission with the old school message in it saying mm. kill Vanya, um, they were playing a game where they were throwing knives at each other's legs, and I'm like, they're not humans, but yeah, but they work for the commission, so maybe they. Are, I don't. It's hard to tell. Well, I mean, you were saying last week that you thought maybe they weren't human; that they were yeah. like pretending to be, or that they clearly there's they're not normal people. Yeah. Um, but I guess we can get to that a bit more later. Didn't the, th- the note to them? Didn't it say the Swedes? I couldn't. Yes. Quite, I was squinting, but it, so, so I mean, Swedish people are humans. Um. Or maybe that's yeah, just think, their nickname. No, no, I think that's fair to say. I guess maybe if aliens lived in Sweden, they would also be Swedish. That's true. If you think about it. So, good point. Well made. It's interesting that the um, they say, like, three months later, she's recovered. But, like, three months from when? When she got shot? And how, that, that bears no relation to the time zone that the... <laughs> Or the year, rather, that, that, that everyone else we're following is in. And also, the commission seems to exist sort of out of time. Yeah. So, I don't know why they bother saying three months later. Yeah, well, um, that's... I mean, three months to her makes sense, but it is weird that she's been missing from the commission. Why doesn't she... That's all time travelling to them. Why doesn't she just go back to the day she left? Yeah. I don't understand. It's I don't all understand very complicated. But then, uh, do we explain that she explained why... She's not immortal, like I was starting to believe. But she said... She was saved by uh, the metal plate that was put in from an yeah. earlier job, so she just yeah. got lucky. Yeah, which is pretty, <laughs> pretty amazing, pretty really. Yeah, it's quite a coincidence. Um, yeah. Anyway, anyway so, so back yeah, yeah. in so we, um, back in the sixties, like sixty three, right? Is where we. Yeah, it'd be sixty three. Yeah, October uh, sixty three. Five still hanging out with Luther at the strip club that Luther's working at. Uh, and Luther's like, honestly, I'm I'm just not interested in being involved. 
Um, yeah, he's, he's like, got a you job always... already. <laughs> he says something like, you're always saying, he goes, I just <laughs> told you the apocalypse is coming. He said, you're always saying that. <laughs> Which is true. I think that's fair. Um, but yeah, so Luther's already got a job. He's, he's the bodyguard for the, the guy that owns the club. And and um, we now know who he is. They explain who that is. That's uh, Mr. Ruby, maybe Jack Ruby, is it? Um, yeah. And he is the guy, it was explained by Five, he's the guy who kills the guy who kills JFK. I, right. just, I, uh, I Googled it um, once he said that, and that, that's a real thing. He's a real person. Oh, right. Jack Ruby. So, he kills Lee, Lee Harvey Oswald? Yeah, he kills Lee Harvey Oswald. Uh, when Lee Harvey Oswald is in custody. Yeah, wow, okay. And then um, Ruby was awaiting trial. He got found guilty uh, and then uh, appealed. And while he was awaiting his appeal, he died of cancer in jail. Yeah, wow. Yeah, so, and there's all these conspiracy theories about that, about how how it's connected to the JFK killing. If it, if it was a cover-up, Ruby himself said that he was just- so angry that J- and upset that JFK had been killed that he was, I guess, getting vengeance. But um, mm. other people think it might have been something else. Like he was, he was killing Oswald to, so Oswald wouldn't talk about the real story or something like that. Yeah, right. Mm. Ugh. <laughs> it's fake news, Matt. Anyway, that's a, that's a side note. But it's interesting they've inserted this uh, real character in there. Well, I guess they've already inserted JFK. Yeah, it's starting to sort of weave in with, but but we can't um, infer too much from that because that they seem to be in these sort of alternate timelines. Yes. So we're not really sure. Um, yeah, you can't you can't make any assumptions about what's going to happen. I guess. Um, so also at the club, Carl, you, you pointed out last week, it, it, it is Carl who's sort of drinking and being a bit of a a dickhead at the club. Um, the the wife of. Sissy, which uh, the family that um, Vanya is staying with, so, so this guy Carl, the hus- yes, that's yep, the right way around, um, and so uh, yeah, yeah, he's getting he's 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 drinking too much, being a hassle. Um, five uh, notices uh, in his pocket that that Hazel slipped him this this thing, so that's when it, we actually see what it is, and it says uh, Frankel footage written on it. Um, and uh, and so the Vanya's at the family house, and uh, actually, and and they get a call to from the, the payphone. Carl's calling to get picked up because he's drunk. He can't can't get home. Um, and and here we find out that uh, so Sissy says to Vanya um, something along the lines of I don't know what we would do if we if if we didn't hit you with the car sort of thing. Um, so I guess we can take from that 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 what we saw when she landed, her getting hit by a car, that. That's that. That family then took her in um, and sort of looked after her, which is a, a nice thing to do. Yeah, which I think um, we kind of assumed already, didn't we? But I guess that just confirmed it. Yeah, I I, I didn't. Um, uh, I wasn't sure how she found her way to that family. So right. it's um interesting. Just the apparently is just it was um them that hit her in the car. Um, and Vanya offers to go pick up Carl from the club. Um. So what else is going on? Uh, Diego and Lila. So they they've escaped. They escaped at the end of last episode from the um, the the big house. Um, as as the Swedes went in and opened fire. Yeah. So Diego so was in there away. because um, he was found to be he he was found to be plotting 
to kill Lee Harvey Oswald, basically. Yeah, he was found outside Lee Harvey Oswald's house um, planning to stop uh, the, a plot to kill the president, which, of course, sounds insane. Yeah. Um, so, uh, obviously, he was he was put away for that. Um, and, and, yeah, so he, he's met this woman, Lila, a fellow uh, inmate at this um, asylum slash prison sort of a situation. Um, and, and so they, they escaped together at the end of the last episode. Um, and so now they're sort of getting on their way. Lila, uh, Lila sorry, um, is being a bit of a, a bad influence because Diego kind of just wants to go on his way and she she's kind of hanging around. But she's um, also been and- quite helpful, right? I mean, he wouldn't have escaped if it wasn't for her. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, she, yeah. So he's he's tolerating her, I guess, in that regard. Um, and she she hot wires a car for them to get away, um, go do their stuff. Um, then we see that uh, Vanya uh, arrives at the club to pick up Carl, um, and uh, sort of reinforces this idea of her having uh, memory loss. She he's, he says she's lucky to have a blank slate. She can sort of yes. start over because he he's obviously um, feeling that his relationship with his wife Sissy, uh, they're they're on the rocks a bit there. He's not loving his life. I mean, yeah. he feels like the main reason for that. But anyway, <laughs> he's not. He's not being the best guy, I don't think. Yeah. I'm just working late when he's actually getting drunk at a strip club and annoying a mob boss. Yeah, and it seems that Sissy kind of just knows that anyway, like because um, she didn't seem terribly surprised that he was calling from a from a club rather than the office or whatever. One thing it also cleared up was because you had some doubt, or we were discussing how maybe Fanya was. Um, using amnesia as a cover story just so because she Mm -hmm. didn't want to have to explain she was a time traveler to this family but it seems like uh luther spots her in the car out yeah um because he's working at that club she's picking uh, carl up from and she just looks blankly she like unless she's a very good actor yeah no no reaction at all um that you know that they see each other um and uh, yeah uh, Luther obviously is pretty pretty surprised, but yeah, Vanya doesn't react at all. So that yeah, again, either she's uh, a, a great actor, or um, yeah, it, it definitely seems at this stage that she genuinely has no idea who he is, um, which is interesting. Um, so we also see uh, here so Allison and her husband Raymond. So they're um, last time we saw them, they were uh, at a like a uh, a meeting um, for some. Uh, like a political action sort of a situation. The um, the they were organising a sit-in, um, and and a, a, some guy came. So this was in a salon, I think, from memory. And then and a guy comes up to the salon and and gives him some trouble, and uh, and Allison hits him. Is that what is that what happens? Yeah, in the first Roughs one, when she bit. she swings his arm behind his back and kicks him out That's onto it. the street. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty um, light. Basically, she's just like, get out of our shop, you know, which- Yeah, yeah. Hey, what? The guy that she booted out was being an ass clown, so it was sort of- <laughs> It all seemed a fairly it, reasonable yeah, reaction, fa- really. Yeah, that's right. Um, but nevertheless, things aren't fair in the 1960s, and so the- uh, Funny the how this bullying in. guy and goes whinges to the cops. What a, you know, like a yeah. real tough guy. <laughs> um, I'll show and, you- and I- and he, and he, uh, he the store, the police think that it was Raymond that assaulted him. 
Um, so maybe he didn't uh, didn't say that a woman. Uh, yeah, beat him up. yeah good maybe point. He's, he's, he's like, no, it was the other guy. Um, yeah, so they they think that Raymond, uh, you know, is guilty of this assault, and so they arrest um, they arrest him, uh, and she she goes to use her power. She says, I I heard I heard a rumor, and the and the as as a cop has a gun pulled on her, which is pretty full on. I mean, to begin with, uh, and she this- has she takes ages to put down the baseball bat. I'm like, please put down the baseball bat. It just <laughs> felt it just felt like it's especially back then, but probably even now. Yeah, it wouldn't be. Just don't take those chances. Yeah, um, but then so again, she, yeah, she, she she knew she was just following the script. She she knew that she wasn't going to get shot. Uh, she's a good actor. Well, yes. I mean, they, um, you know, I guess they know exactly how this whole season's going to play out in that way. I'm talking um, about uh, you're talking about the, the act. I'm the talking actress. about the actual actress. Yes. Yeah, not the actress. Well, Allison. she's playing an actress. Playing an actress. Which, is that a harder job or an easier job to act as an actor? <laughs> um, I mean, it's layers. I, it but, is definitely layers. But maybe she, I mean, she could just be herself in a way. Yeah. Because she knows she knows how to channel acting because she's doing <laughs> it already. Yeah. But in this situation, she's not really playing an actress. She's just playing a person no, named She's Allison. playing an actress who's gone back in time and is now living a different life. So yes, she probably an can't. Duty actress. Yeah. So maybe there's not that much of her own life she can she can <laughs> use in that, unless she's a time traveler. I, I don't know much about her at all, actually. The the actress who plays Allison. You know, um, if she has ever time traveled, seems unlikely. Mm, I would think so. Yeah. Uh. So she says, "I heard a rumor," and the the cop's eyes sort of like glaze over, like his pupils disappear, sort of thing. Um, and she, you know she's about to say something, uh, probably something like "stop pointing a gun at me" or "don't arrest Raymond." Uh, but but Raymond's like, "No, it's fine." Not not that he knows what she's going to do or anything, but he's he's just like, "It's all it's fine. It's not you know don't make a big deal out of this sort of thing." Yeah, she he's, um, he talks her down, and and but um, she was so close to doing because she said the words, and the cop's eyes went all white. He was ready to be magicified. Yeah, he was. Magic of <laughs> yep. So her name, the, but she, the she refrains. Na- the actor's name is Emmy Raver Lampman. It's a cool name. Okay, and yeah, uh, looks like this might be maybe her biggest work. But she, where I just read before that she was in Hamilton, but I'm not sure what version. Yeah, Beck was saying that actually. Apparently, she can sing good. Right, but um, but yeah, I don't know anything about. Her time travel abilities. Yeah. Well, I mean, Hamilton was set um, a long time ago, so. That's true. Yeah. But I think the, the version she's in is the, the modern retelling. Right. Oh, yeah, great. She wasn't actually there in Hamilton. Not in Hamilton's life. life. Okay. Um, uh, as far as we know. So, we see... <laughs> There are there are hints uh, as as all this is happening. We see sort of glimpses of the the Swedes, the three weirdos that are mysterious at this stage. But they're I'm they're so sort of curious watching, about like, what these guys are. <laughs> yeah, they're fucking weird. Um, probably the second most weird thing after the the goldfish. The goldfish that talks. Yeah. So they they <laughs> rock up to a house, knock on the front door, and a woman opens the door and she says, "If you're here for the room, that's only for one person." Yeah, and we we don't see how that interaction goes on, but we do see them later on in the apartment throwing knives at each other, being yeah. just being weird people, and then a little hint at how that um at how that 
played out. Yeah, they go um, to the fridge. One of them goes to the fridge, opens the freezer, and the landlady's head is in there, severed. Mm, yes. Yeah. Which is why, why are uh, they keeping the head frozen? I mean, apart yeah, from I just to reveal know. to us that they definitely killed her, in case we didn't figure that out. Yeah. Um, yes, I don't know. Mysteries. Where's the um, rest of the body? That's another good question. Maybe it's somewhere else. Oh, yeah, I reckon it probably is. <laughs> good point. Uh, <laughs> okay, so so Five has he's, he's discovered this Frankel film, um, and he goes to his conspiracy mate Elliot to uh, to to ask him to help him develop the film. So this is the guy that was taking photos um, of, of the uh, the Academy siblings as as they arrived in the sixties. So he's obviously you know he he has the technology to uh, take photos and develop film. So he gives that job to to him. Uh, First, but just he scrubs out the date though, because that would give away that it was from the future. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, yeah, right. That would be yes, that would be confusing. Um, the uh, and five, the, the police radio there, and, and five hears on a radio that um, uh, what sounds like is probably Diego uh, has uh, is in a bit of a, a chase. That the police are trying to chase him down, um, and five's like, "Well, it's Diego," and uh, so it goes off to find him, um, and and finds him. Again, trying to trying to save JFK there, presumably outside Lee, Lee Harvey Oswald's house again. He's explaining uh, with, the plan to Leela or Lila. Lila. Um, yep. Saying that he, all he's going to do is cut off his trigger finger and tell him to leave yep. town. And Leela's <laughs> like, Lila's like, that's a, that's a bad plan. That's not- Just kill him. Just, just kill him. Why don't you just kill him? He's going to kill the president. Just kill and him. And he said, I'm not going to kill a man before he's committed a crime. Yeah. She said, what is this minority report? Then she said, um, um, "What? I mean, what if he's ambidextrous?" Anyway, yeah. he was not enjoying that talk very much, Diego. <laughs> I feel yeah. like it possibly would have just been enough for someone to go around to Lee Harvey Oswald's house and say, "Hey, I've seen the future. I know what you're going to do. It ends badly. Leave town, or you, <laughs> or else." Right. I don't know much about this Lee Harvey Oswald guy. Yeah, I guess so. I, I, but but no one really knows. Well, I mean, I yeah, I I don't certainly don't know as much as other people. But um, I don't know what his supposed motivation was. I don't know if we ever knew what his motivation was. Right. Um. So so I guess without inf- that information, we don't know what you know. You don't know what's going to turn him away or how. Um. You know. I, is he just sort of uh on the fence about killing the president? And just decides to do it that day. Or is this something that he's been planning for years and is his hell bent on on doing this? Um, but yeah, you would you would think that in either either case, if you um if you, if you gave a hint that you knew what his plan was and you cut off his trigger finger and told him to leave town, that that'd probably do it, I reckon. Yeah, it feels like it. Um, but five five uh, uh, rocks up in the car, pops up, and um, and. Uh, you know, puts a puts a puts a, a dampener on their plans. He threatens to turn them into the police, um, which uh, Diego knows is a, a serious threat. Um, so they bail on that, and they they go with five because five obviously has more important things going on and needs a hand with this whole uh, apocalypse. Uh, at some thing. point, he's going to be able to save a bigger fish to fry when he's talking about going to kill the boss. <laughs> yes, yeah, looking forward to that joke. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that'll be sweet. Um, so it's gonna be so, so good. The- it's gonna be so sweet. <laughs> we'll be high fiving. 
Um, Alison goes to the police station. This is the, the day after um, after Raymond was arrested. She, she goes to the police station to, to find her husband. Um, and we see that, that Klaus is in the lockup. Um, and that there's a guy, um, I, think, I think his name is Kichi. A guy recognizes him as like a, a guru or a, a cult leader of some kind, which I think is something you mentioned before. He certainly looks that part, but we don't really know what, what's going on there. Um, but uh, but clearly this guy is uh, like a, a a follower or a, you know a, a fanatic of um, yeah he's sort of, of starstruck by him almost yeah yeah um, and and Klaus uh, gives him some words of wisdom uh, what is it don't go chasing waterfalls stick to the oh what the are the lyrics of the that song that you used to yeah which I think is a Paul McCartney lyric which I only found out vaguely recently oh is it really. Yeah, he had a song called Waterfalls as well. Uh, yeah, right. And that, but that was that not in the sixties, I guess. Uh, no, it wasn't in the sixties. It was a solo. Would have been after that. Um, yeah, right. Uh, um. So let me. Sorry, if you want to, let me get the lyrics here. Because yeah, I'm not sure if that if that is don't direct things. It says, um, "Don't go jumping waterfalls. Please keep to the lake." People who jump waterfalls sometimes can make mistakes. <laughs> so I think okay. uh, TLC probably zhuzhed it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, that, and that's the version uh, that Klaus. Uh, yeah. Gives. It feels like that. I mean, it's pretty close. So you can see the inspiration there, though. Yeah. Please keep um, to the lake. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, so Klaus is in lockup. I, do, do we know? Klaus is in lockup. They were walking to Dallas last. Uh, what happened? He was with Ben. Did something happen in the last episode that meant that he got arrested? Um, I can't um, remember. Yeah, they were wrestling on the. Oh, they steal a guy's keys and they end up in a bar fight. Oh yeah, um, they, that's right. We saw them. They took the keys, and the, yeah. and we saw them. The cops pulling them over in their stolen car. There you go. Okay, so that that explains that. Um, yeah, so he's in lockup, and also so so is uh, this this guy Raymond, um, and they uh, they get a talking, uh, a little bit, not not too in depth. They're talking about Shakespeare and I don't know their sort of philosophies. Um, yeah, talking about it because um, Klaus misquotes the heavy is the head that wears the crown, or whatever right. that line is, and um, uh, what's the other guy's name? Uh, Raymond. Raymond corrects him whatever the real uh yes. the, the real quote is and then they start talking a bit of Shakespeare. Yeah, cuz Raymond used to teach it is that what yeah. you said? Something like that. Cuz uh Klaus was saying that people look up to him or whatever and and then Raymond gave him the one about greatness being thrust upon you quote. All right. Um yeah, so uh, and but but that conversation is is uh, cut short because Klaus is released uh, after a call from the governor. Which is interesting. Um, yeah. And he says he'd never met the governor personally, but um, something about wealthy benefactors or something. Yeah, something cryptic like that. Um, so we're getting a, a few little glimpses into what Klaus has been up to the last couple of years uh, while he's been kicking around in the 60s. Yeah, it's basically it's sounding like he's got a he's got a scam going. Yes. And it, and the, uh, way, he, sort of the way he talked to... The uh, guy in jail made it sound like he was no longer enjoying <laughs> having people following him. Yes, because didn't they, didn't that guy who came in say that he quit his law firm to follow him? 
Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, I think maybe. he said he quit. I think he said he sold his law firm to follow his teachings or something. Jeez. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> imagine, <laughs> imagine doing that and then being in jail and coincidentally the guy that yeah. <laughs> the, the leader of this cult or whatever is also in jail with you. Because he was in jail That'll for handing out pamphlets. So, you wonder if the pamphlets were claws pamphlets. Like if he was yeah. uh, spreading the word of claws. Klaus. Klaus. Damn it. Surely I would know his name by now. He's my favorite character. <laughs> yeah. As we've said. Um, okay. So, so Five um, uh, gets back to this place with Diego, Lila. Um, uh, yeah, Diego and Lila with, with him. And, and um, Elliot is there. This this uh, the conspiracy guy that Five's been sort of hanging with. And he has a, a rifle at them and he's uh, demanding answers about this footage, right? And suddenly we're like, well, what, what is this footage that's got this guy so riled up? Yeah. Um, they, so, they, they disarm him um, and, uh, and they, they watch the film. It's, it's, uh, it's from six days from now. Um, and it is indeed footage of JFK's assassination. However... The footage shows, it seems to show, Sir Reggie. Yeah. A young Sir Reggie. Not super um, young, but young. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. He looks he's, like he's Who middle knows age how old he is? Yeah. We don't know how old yeah, he is. Yeah, true. Yeah, not, not like a child. No. But yeah. Um, but not even than, like- Than he was. It's not even like 60 years younger like he should be. But maybe he is. Uh. Yeah, well, yeah, but, uh, yeah again, I, I guess, guess when you're wearing a top we hat really know. and a like a fancy sort of eccentric goatee, although you wouldn't see it as eccentric, <laughs> you're probably always going to look a bit older than you are, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I so was fascinated by this. So, this is why the episode's named The Frankel Files or The Frankel Tape or whatever it's called. Footage? Footage. Yeah. 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 Footage. And I'm, I thought, oh, mate, is this like a mythical, is this a real lost tape that people talk about but it seems like it is a, a fully fictional tape the the mm. actor at the start of it who i guess is the finkel guy and i'm guessing he's going to turn up later because it was you know he was doing a home video and then the assassination happened so that's i'm guessing why it's called the finkel tape but that guy's very recognizable from other shows and stuff so i bet you he turns he up as a back. character because i guess this is all probably leading up to that day right yeah let's track down finkel yeah um yeah sweet okay so so that that yeah that was all very uh very interesting um and uh also high stakes situation luther has tracked down vanya um at the house that she's staying at and he has a snub nose result snub nose revolver um oh, in his pocket how, what does so, that mean what's well, a revolver it's a gun how do you know it's snub nosed it's like it that's like, like sawn a, off or something no, it's just a short, a barreled revolver. Why do you know it's some? The, why do you know all these gun terms, Evan? Uh, I don't know. Your parents are worried about you, mate. <laughs> Is this from video games? From gaming games? Probably, probably yes. I've never heard that from, term before. Um, snub note. But yeah, he. Do you know about you know about sawn off rifles though? Do you? Yeah, I've never heard of sawn off shotguns for sure. Okay, all right. Uh, so um, yeah. the. Um, <laughs> The reason he's led there is because he finds uh, Sissy's husband's wallet there. Carl, yeah. let's call him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, his name. So, when when Luther took him out of the club for being drunk, he dropped his wallet and then Luther later found it. 
So he knew that that's where Vanya would be. Uh, also gave him a great excuse for, for being there. Yes. When I was like, oh, shit. How's he going to talk his <laughs> way out of this? Yeah. Because he, he gets in and he talks to Vanya first out in the, in the barn out the back. And yeah, and this is where we see that she she genuinely has lost her memory. Yeah. This is um, this her is the moment. Would be it's like some of the finest yeah. of all time if she's still acting. <laughs> yeah, so this is and because Luther doesn't believe it to, no. to begin with. He he thinks she's bullshitting, um, and uh, and but but yeah, she's 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 complete. She has no idea who who Luther is, um, and uh, Luther kind of takes the opportunity to uh, explain how he regrets. Uh, how she was treated. He, he apologizes. So I guess it, you know, it doesn't mean a whole lot to her w- without having any context for that. Because um, she apologizes him makes first. Him feel a bit better. Yeah, she's like, "What did I do to you?" <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so that uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, a, a sort of a nice little scene there, I guess. Um, and then Sissy comes and, uh, in. Oh, yeah, pulls oh, a rifle the, on him. Her son's in there as well, and then. Mm. Um, Sissy comes in and pulls a rifle and says, what are you doing here? And I'm like, oh, shit, how's he going to talk his way out of this one? And then he pulls out the wallet. So I'm just returning this wallet. And then he holds it. I love this shot, Evan. Can you explain to me how this shot works? It looked like she was standing quite a way away from him. And then uh, he was able to reach back and hand her the wallet. It was just like it made the depth look like she was standing much further back than she actually was. And I'm like, oh, that, that looked cool. But maybe it, maybe it wasn't that cool. Maybe it was just me being confused by the depth of the, of it, the barn. Uh, it didn't jump out at me, but I um I want to have a look now. Um, but we can keep going in the meantime. So, so yeah, she accepts um, that story. He hands the wallet over, and then Sissy yeah. says, "Well, next time you come round, use the front door." Uh, yeah. And Vanya's saying, "Oh, geez, I'm trying to figure out how I." know this guy and um uh sissy's like i don't think you know him and Vanya's like well, he's, he was apologizing to me and sissy goes guys around here don't apologize to women for anything so if he's apologizing to you he must have done something pretty bad which is weird hmm. logic like it's t- taking a logic leap isn't it there uh yes but she's also just trying to make her feel better i think yeah yeah is that what's going on? I think on? she's also just trying to not get her involved with that guy. She's like... Well, yeah, yeah. She's trying to protect her, I think. Yeah. She sees Luther she's as like, being you're a nice. You wouldn't, Even though Luther is... You wouldn't is hang out with guys like that. A real sweetheart. Um, I f- found this shot. I, I don't think there's anything especially special <laughs> going on other than it being... You're right. It does look like they're further away, but I think, I think they're using a, a wide-angle lens... Fairly close up to them, which exaggerates right. the uh, the space between them. Were they? This um, whole scene was shot in the golden hour. Would I would I be correct in saying that the outside part of it? Uh, yes. Yeah. It's it. Yeah. When they when they show this this house, it's it's very yeah sunbathed. It, it looks beautiful. Yeah. Like it looks like a painting. So it's, nice. You yeah. know, it's like a almost like a dream yeah. scene. Sort of a classic. And it I yeah, it's just dripping. I'm a lot. sure there's some. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's some uh, imagery that we're, you know, you could you could read into that for sure. Um, She's living her it is, dream it's, it's, existence, having forgotten yeah, well, it her is. whole it's past. Yeah, it's like it's a new new beginning. It's a new new start yeah. for her, where she doesn't have any of the troubles that she used to have, and she's happy. She seems happy with where she is. 
and Luther rocks oh, up. This guy. Uh, and she's still happy because she can't remember anything. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So, um... And this is then when we see the Swedes get that message from the commission, confirming that they are commission workers. Because I think we kind of assumed that last week and then... As they were being weirder, it was like, oh, they seem so different from Cha-Cha and Hazel that I thought maybe they were working for someone else again. But we were even thinking they yeah, might have been it's Soviet. a different kind of, yeah, different kinds of person uh, to see from the commission. I don't, have they said a word um, to each other yet? No, I'd, no, I'd, uh, no. Um, they delivered some milk. <laughs> um, they let their much beyond snub-nosed that. guns do the talking. Yeah. <laughs> Um, now, yeah, Evan, I know, assault rifles, I know snub-nosed monkeys. If you oh, talk, if you think... talk snub-nosed monkeys, I understand. They're one <laughs> snub-nosed monkeys are the ones that have to bend over in the rain because they don't have a nose to um, stop the water just going straight into their nostrils. So they sneeze oh. a lot, and that um, <laughs> that that has meant um, predators do find them easier. Oh, poor guys. I think I'm, <laughs> this um, was from an episode quite a while ago, but I think I'm remembering that right. <laughs> it's good to squeeze in a little bit of primate talk here in the middle yeah. of this episode. Yeah, remembering, yeah. of course, that Luther is an ape man. He is an ape man, although at the moment it, it doesn't seem to have much bearing on things. Um, the uh, Yes, so the, the, that scene happens with the, with, with the, the, the Swedes um, playing, uh, playing with knives. Um, so one of them gets stabbed in the leg and... Doesn't react at no. all, which is it, yeah, it makes it seem like I mean he bleeds and yeah. stuff, but it's like doesn't seem too bothered by it. It feels to me like it's someone has they're, they're non-humans in human bodies. You know, it's yeah, got that it kind of feel like they're just playing around feel, to see yeah. what it's like. They're not used to having a human form. Mm. Um, something um, like out of Men in Black, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. It's like a cockroach yeah. operating them from the head. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so they, they get the memo and it's got a photo of Vanya and so that seems to be their, their new mission is they've um, they've got to go take out Vanya, which is a worry because she, um, you know, is she has no no uh, def- way of defending herself because she doesn't realise she's is in danger or has any powers, but, although Sissy has a right. And the interesting thing, which I hadn't considered at all, is she's not on the meds that she was in the first season that, that's true. So these powers might come to her in like a stressful moment. Yeah. Although they haven't so far. Um, a few guns were drawn in this episode and she was still pretty placid <laughs> yeah. about it all. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's just not a stressed out yeah, person. That's true. She's, she's living the farm life chilled. now. Yeah. Um so back to uh Diego and Five. They've they've seen this footage and they're they're looking at it. They think that that it's that Sir Reggie might be who killed JFK. I guess the footage is not Conclusive, but they see that he's there at, at, at the at that time, um, and they're wondering why. Why did Hazel give them this footage? What's it must be because that is their dad, right? That that, that they're sort of 
they're trying to work out what's going on, basically, and 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 they think that that if that is actually their dad, and it certainly looks like it is, um, then he's there. Like this is six days from now. He's in. He's there in Dallas in the sixties, um, and so uh, they they have this bright idea to look him up in the phone book. Um, but there's no Har- Hargreaves in the phone book, so they look up his company, uh, which we we saw in a. a Flashback in another episode. Was it the start of the last episode? The previous episode? I think the start was of the it? last episode when he came to, uh, when he first came to town and he bought the umbrella uh, shop. Oh, it was the, the start of episode 10. Yeah. The start of the season finale. Okay. So, um, after we saw him and, uh, open a jar of light, which I still, still <laughs> is the biggest question in my mind. What was that jar of light, Specs? Yeah. He's definitely getting more Where's mysterious. Where's he from? Who is he? Is he related How to the Swedes somehow? Can he time travel? Feels like he must be um, able to time travel. So yeah. Anyway, his 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 um umbrella manufacturing company, DS Umbrellas or whatever, is is listed in the phone book. They find that, um, and so that's where they go. Um, also here, I don't know if this this is I guess some character development for Lila at this time. She doesn't seem to have much bearing on things at the moment, but she's she's starting to have second thoughts about um escaping from from the big house because all this uh time traveling footage and uh murdering presidents is um making her feel a little bit like she's going crazy yes uh, which is fair enough but but diego talks her down from that i'm so I'm um, curious about her character whether it is just she was just someone um getting treatment where diego was and she's come along for the ride or if mm. she is somehow connected and that's just not clear yet, you know what I mean? Is it a... Yeah. I kind of hope it's not like a... Like, if it's connected, it's like, no, oh, so everyone's just connected no matter what. You know, if she's undercover or if she's... I don't know. Don't you Don't you get the feeling that... You, you think she's hiding something? Well, like I don't know. I, I'm wondering if she's or... this season's Peabody. Peabody? Uh... The guy who became oh, um, uh, he had yep. two names and they're both forgettable. Uh, <laughs> you're right. I can't remember either of them. But one is R- Ronald. His R- fake name is Peabody. Harold. Harold. Harold Jenkins. Jenkins um, yes, is his real name. Maybe. But- or could she be this season's Agnes? Oh, maybe this is a love story. Yeah. Maybe this I is so. a happy ending for Diego. He he lost someone, you know, um, a detective patch last season. Maybe this is a chance for him to 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 have a, another uh, positive relationship in his she life. She does seem That's, cool, you know. Um, she, yeah, she does seems, seem cool. She's like, a little, little bit crazy, like, but um, well, she but I mean, she's you know. she's saved his ass a few times already. So maybe that yes. maybe they just want to have a, a duo going on because everyone else is basically working separately. Uh, yes. That's true, because no one even at the moment, five. Klaus, he's not even with Ben at the moment. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Ben took off <laughs> when when things got ugly at the at the pub. Um, so, uh, yeah, so Diego sort of talks it down from that. Um, Allison, uh, she, she's found Raymond in in lockup. Uh, they're having a bit of a chat. She feels guilty about um, you know, him him getting arrested. Obviously, she was the one that that did the assault. Um. But uh, anyway, that's, he, he's pretty chill about it. But he does ask her, why Why did she say, I heard a rumor? What are you talking about with your rumors? He said that twice. Why did you say that? Um, and she sort of she says, well, dodges we'll the We'll talk question. about it later. 
I would I would have <laughs> thought it's a pretty easy one to answer. You just be like, it was I was stressed out. I was just trying to I was gonna try and manipulate him, but I I couldn't. I couldn't think of anything to say. I panicked. Yeah. Um yeah, I But maybe she wants I to come if- clean. Yeah, I feel like it would be. It feels right for her to want to, if she genuinely likes this guy. Uh, I mean, they're married. Um, you know, if 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 she sees a future with him or whatever, I think it. She, I think she's um, been in a previous life. It it just got her um, got her in trouble, and I think it would be it make more sense for her to just come clean about it and, you know, be honest, be open and honest. Yeah. Even though that would be um, a weird thing to hear. For for old Raymond, um, but on her way out, she she um sees this guy Kichi, I think is his name that, that that was talking to Klaus, and he's got hello tattooed on one hand and goodbye tattooed on the other, and she sees that and she's like, where'd you get those tattoos? And he says he he got them from from the prophet, um, and she so have we seen these before? What so she she seems to connect? Yeah, that with Klaus, Klaus got them on but- his hands. Oh, all right. Well, there you go. I uh, never noticed that. <laughs> There's like promo shots with him on his hands, I think. And uh, I don't want to look at promo uh, shots. I'm always the show, I'm mate. looking at promo shots all the time. <laughs> if, I, if I've got some downtime, well, I'll pull out a few promo shots and just have a little look. <laughs> no, yeah. So that 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 makes plenty of sense then. So she's like, "What the what's going on here?" Um, Klaus is up to something. Didn't you notice as well? And I only sort of noticed it in uh, in flashback in my own head. But when um, this guy, what was his name, Sichi, Kichi, I think, when uh, he goes up to Klaus in jail in the first place, Klaus goes, "Do I know you?" And Chichi opens his hands at him, and that's oh, and Klaus, well, I that and as Klaus well. goes, "Oh, you know, he immediately <laughs> understood what was going on." Which I thought was weird yeah, the first right. time around, and then when I saw the hands later, I'm like, "Oh right, gotcha." Mmm, I don't notice things. Not text things. Text um, on screen you don't get, even if it's on on hands of characters. I, I don't read. I, <laughs> I don't read. Um, <laughs> what is what is this? A book? <laughs> watching a watching a bloody TV show here? Stop giving me words. Um, Klaus, uh, <laughs> so he's he's been released from from lockup, and uh, he he goes to he he breaks into this mansion it, even though um, Ben's Ben is there. We see Ben again, um, and he says there was a key under the mat. Um, we don't really know what this this place is. Everything's covered in um, white sheets, you know, like like uh, there's no one living there, sort of thing. And then we see that it, there's a picture on the wall of Klaus as this prophet sort of a figure. So, I guess I guess he um, th- this 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 was his home at one point. This this mansion. Yeah. In, re- in three years, he somehow got a mansion. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's he's a bit of a sneaky guy. Um, I yeah, I, I don't doubt that he'd take his knowledge and use it to his advantage. Yeah. Um, well, he's using TLC lyrics. Yeah. The most powerful knowledge. Uh, he has. Then we see Vanya and Sissy back at uh, the ranch chatting about um, her memory loss and who Luther is. We sort of talked a little bit about before. She's being a bit annoyed that she can't recall anything. And then Sissy goes, let me read your palms. Did she say read your palms or let me have a look at your hands? Something like and that, And then yeah. she's, she's feeling them and she goes, oh, you've clearly not done a lot of 
farm work, uh, she notices the uh, calluses on the tips of her fingers, which you would have from f- playing violin, but obviously neither of them mm. know what they're from. And, um, yeah, did she? She's just like, I wonder. I wonder what that could yeah. be. Yeah. And then she, they're sort of having a quite a tender moment where Sissy is, is stroking her hands. Um, and then she sort of snaps out of it and um, remembers she's married probably and goes, I'm going <laughs> to, yeah, I better go to bed or, or whatever. Um, and mm. then. Um, Vanya goes to bed as well. But she um, jumps in the car, and- right? Well, she has some flashbacks to her Oh, that's life. right. So she she, she remembers th- the first apocalypse. Th- yeah, she has these flashbacks of her playing violin and her in the white. And, and she can see like Luther that. in it. Um, yeah. So she jumps in the car so and, she... and drives away. And Sissy sees her leave. Yes. But we don't know where she's no. going at this stage. That doesn't come back around this episode. And then the big, um, big then finale... Oh, sorry, yeah. is five and Go Diego get to DS Umbrellas and um, they're, they're searching around the place. It's middle of the night. It's, it seems to be empty. Um, mm-hmm. But then Diego sees a mysterious figure sort of leaving the building. He follows him. Five keeps looking around inside and then we see on a, on a blackboard the word Pogo and I'm like, oh, holy shit, <laughs> baby Pogo. And it, it's yeah. like just a young chimp, not human, not at all Pogo-like. He has not gone to butler school yet, and he's yep. he's just there. And I, I'm guessing this is a mistake Five makes. He gets down low on the same level as Pogo, and he goes right up to him. Maybe should he have stayed looking big? Maybe because he, he knew it was Pogo, I and I guess so. he was assuming he could communicate with him like it was Pogo because he knows Pogo. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but anyway, Pogo... Um, takes a swing at him, and he—I think he—he he takes a chunk of Five's ear out, maybe, or he looks—it looks like he. Oh, well, really? I don't know about that, but it looked like he made him bleed he on the side of the anyway. face. And yeah. um, and then he starts yelling at Diego, but it's too late because Diego's caught up with the man outside. And that man is one eccentric billionaire, only younger. <laughs> it is Sir Reggie, baby, Reggie Hargraves, Hargreaves. Yeah, yep. and they have and a full they... on. Fight, yeah, that's a real good fight. They're doing a lot of spins and, I think and stuff, Di- flips. Yeah, but I mean, Diego suspects that it's that it's Sir Reggie, but it's not until you know a particular moment in this fight because it's dark, mm. of course. Not not uh, there's a particular moment where he sort of pauses. He see, sees uh, sees his dad's face, and he's sort of like taken aback. And at that moment, Sir Reggie stabs him in the gut with like a cor- like looks like a like some sort of a corkscrew kind of weapon yeah it might be like a and he, like, he, or something he twists like that. it like into some... him it looks like it's a specific yeah. for for jabbing and stabbing but it's um i not yeah i don't know what it is but anyway and he says amateur to yeah. diego like you let your guard down for a second hey did you not hear me say yeah. dad what's so amateur yeah. about How realizing brutal. you're fighting your dad halfway through a, an epic Street fight, and what is what? What does Sir Reggie think this yeah. is? <laughs> like, maybe maybe he thinks that he's like a an operative from the commission yeah. or something. Obviously, Sir Reggie's involved in all this sort of mystical stuff, otherworldly stuff. So um, maybe he's used to being yeah. chased down Just and another guy uh, you know him. assassinated yeah. or whatever. 
Yeah, so, so it, what yeah. a big end. And um, is that and so yeah, Diego's down. He looks like he's dying on the ground. And is that how it ends? Yeah. It just leaves him for dead, yeah. yeah. I guess as far as he knows, it's he doesn't have a son in uh, 60 years time. No. Well, not but no, not 60 years time, <laughs> in about 35 years time. Yes. Mm. 89, yeah. 60 years time. Yeah, so uh geez, it was a big final scene. Great to see Pogo back. Interesting yes. uh, how much we'll see of Pogo. He's not dead after all. It'd be interesting huh? how much of Pogo we see. Cause it... Yeah, because he's not... Um, I, I wonder if we see his origin story through this yeah. season. I wonder when it is that, that he um, becomes uh, sentient. I don't know if apes are already sentient. Yeah, I did look. I Googled sentient before. Um it's the quality I only know this I only know the Star Trek episode measurable. Oh, yeah. Everything you know about everything is from Star Trek. <laughs> According to dictionary.cambridge.org, it says it's the quality of being able to experience feelings. Yeah. Really? And it sounds like there's That's... some some people contend whether or not animals feel uh uh, have full sentience or not? Yeah, it's not a hard and fast rule. So is it? I think um, I thought it was around self awareness, yeah. like, like sort of having a consciousness and. But I, yeah, that's interesting. Yes, like my dog definitely feels hungry sometimes. Right, is hung- hunger and probably a feeling? sad when we leave? I think hunger's maybe that's more of a physiological thing. But if you you know if you feel sad when we leave, oh uh, yeah. Or happy when we play with yeah. the dog. These are feelings. Is a dog sentient? Maybe that means the dog well, is sentient. Well, I'm guessing that animal we- welfare people want to argue that they are so that people have to be less cruel to animals and then probably people yeah, who yeah. use animals more <laughs> um, for meat and labour probably go, nah, they're not sentient. They're all right. Yeah, people talk about how smart animals some animals are. It's like dolphins. You can't be mean to them. They're smart. You know how smart yeah. a dolphin is. It's fucking smarter than you. They're the only other animal that's sex for pleasure. They say. Well, I go. used to say that. <laughs> that's what Did my friend who fucks dolphins told me. <laughs> <laughs> Can dolphins give consent? No, certainly not. I think. Yeah. You okay. Do not. I'm not. I shouldn't be making light of uh, fucking animals. Don't fuck animals. In fact, if you're fucking animals, this is not the podcast for you. Stop listening right now. Uh, what a great, huge end to that episode. Not not necessarily this one. This has been quite a weird ending to this episode, but uh, that was huge. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the cool thing we didn't talk about is, so they set Pogo sort of slashes at five and uh, Hargreaves takes down Diego. And as Die- uh, Hargreaves is walking off, then Pogo jumps out a window, maybe smashes through a window. And then they both oh, yeah. walk off into the night like a couple of fucking badasses. <laughs> it's, it's a pretty sick end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh, good ep, that one. Uh, another another cracker. Uh, we got a, a short amount of time before we're going to wrap up to get some feedback. I'm a little bit behind on some mm-hmm. of these. This one uh, dates to weeks ago. This is from Ashley Dickinson from Bradford in West Yorkshire. And Ashley writes, I'm sorry, Matt. I don't really think monkeys should fuck off. Wait. I'm sorry, Matt. I don't <laughs> really think monkeys should fuck off. I think this might be... This has got to be in relation to a previous message, I reckon. Probably. <laughs> um, 
You probably said something like monkeys can oh, fuck maybe. off. Uh, yeah. Okay. I reckon that is exactly what's happened here. Yeah. Uh, last time- <laughs> Is there more to the message or is that Last time actually it? got in touch, uh, said uh, monkeys should fuck off. So, anyway, and I, I might not have taken too kindly to that perhaps- but anyway, on this right. message, Ashley okay. says, I'm sorry, Matt, I don't really think think monkeys should fuck off, but the lack of them in Umbrella Academy is a plus. I binge, I binge <laughs> watched both seasons when I found out you guys were returning. Also, I'm frequently misgendered male, but I forgive you, Evan, because team human. Oh, so you, you might have uh, been, you were calling Ashley a man last night. I might have assumed, yeah. Well, um, it is one of those... Um, uh, one of those names, like Evan. Oh yeah, can be a male or female yeah. name. There you go. Um, I, didn't, I didn't know that about it. Yeah, like like Evan Rachel Wood from. Uh, oh, West there you World. go. Yeah, I, I wasn't aware of. Plays Dolores. I didn't. I um, I reckon that's the only female Evan I might know. Yeah, uh, this Me message comes from Siraj from Humble Pieville. Hey, Siraj. Oh, there's a bit of foreshadowing there. If he's from humble Pieville, did we wreck him last oh, time okay. he got in contact? Let's find out. Hi there. Had a great time listening to this run and already looking forward to season two. Or is it three? Good question. I think we're still calling it season two, aren't we? Uh, <laughs> I'm know. also working my way through season one at the same time. I would like to apologize to Evan for a recent post depicting a robot. Having listened to the Toy Story episodes, Evan is clearly the humanist of this podcast. I was gaslighted by Matt Heart of Ice Stewart, but that's no excuse. P.S. Have you watched Dark? It's another great show with time travel, but sadly no non-human primates. I haven't even heard of Dark, but I love time travel shows. No, neither have I. Yeah, I love a bit of time travel stuff. Um... I'm keen to look that up. Yeah, I do. So, I, I mean people who aren't aware i, I do uh give evan a bit of grief for his robot-like uh emotions at times i'm not fully sure that evan has gained sentience <laughs> i am um, look i don't mind people say i'm a robot all right fine what a robotic I'll, I'll response that. to that <laughs> <laughs> you just i mean you just um, you take emotion out of a lot of things that's why i come to you for advice a lot because you can take I'm all emotion and you're you're emotionless together we make one yeah, normal an... person <laughs> great yeah I'm not not an overly emotional person I think it's it's fine yeah, to say that I think that's why we're we're pretty good working together uh, not necessarily I don't, I'm not suggesting we work well on this podcast I have no idea <laughs> but uh, in general like when we do stuff at stupid old I do feel like you do balance me out and I feel like I, I'm able to um, open your eyes to things sometimes, like, you know, yeah. beauty and um, <laughs> love <laughs> and feelings. Yeah. That's, and then yeah, you yeah, can okay. help me, like, do arithmetic <laughs> and... Um... <laughs> but, but, but the bad thing is I'm no good at arithmetic. <laughs> uh, you're, but you're very good at... What do you call those um, th- the computer things? The, uh, algorithms. You're all about those algorithms. What? Sure. All right. <laughs> uh, and lenses. Which lens to choose? Oh yeah, all about lenses. Yeah. Uh, this next one's from Andrew lenses. Swan, and Andrew writes: uh, Can you call the podcast the Prime Mates Academy? 
for fun to differentiate it from r- the regular primates episodes. Hey, <laughs> if you, if I remember, whenever I get an opportunity, I will refer to it as the Primates Academy. Evan, how are you enjoying the Primates Academy? Uh, it's it's good. <laughs> so we just used it in a sentence then, Andrew. So that's pretty good. That's it. It's All right, I'm now. A, I've 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 jumped into. We're now into messages from October, so I'm only two and a bit weeks out of date now. Okay. Uh, maybe I'll do one more of these, and then we've got a couple that are specific to this week's episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this one comes from Mary Lee or Mari Lee from Namibia, commuting between. Wow. Uh, Ochwaron. Go and Okahanja, more specifically. Sorry, Mari Lee, if I butchered those. Uh, people who listen to podcasts I host will know that I. Well, I mean, you just <laughs> have to listen to this episode. I've mispronounced names I've known well for a while, like Claws and Klaus, Hargreaves and Hargraves. <laughs> I suck. Um, that's great. Yeah. That's so cool. We got a listener from Namibia. Uh, yeah. Hi, guys. Really enjoying the pod. Silent supporter for a while now. Got read out on a Do Go On episode. I struggled to re-listen to oh. because of gag reflex. Oh, the Terraria episode, which is about this guy who would eat anything. And it was, it was uh, a pretty gross episode. Uh, okay. I think that's fair enough. It makes me want to listen to <laughs> okay. it. Uh, anyway, I have a theory that if they were named in order of powers, it was done backwards. Mainly because, like you've mentioned, Luther is just strong boy and Diego is just <laughs> knife boy and maybe underwater boy. That's a cool, that's a great name for a superhero, underwater boy. Underwater boy, uh, yeah. I, I lose track of the, the numbers. I, I know their names, but not the numbers. But it, So, she's saying that, that they're, the lower numbers are less powerful and the higher numbers are more yes, powerful. Yes, that that's she's right. And so, yeah, she's... Right. Uh, with Vanya being number seven? Yeah, so or uh, she- they've gone through the order here. Um, uh-huh. It says, uh, skip the next bit if you want to make your own theory without any, with my without my extra hullabaloo. Um, <laughs> so, seven, Vanya, no arguments because it's kind of obvious. Super powerful. Six, Ben. Yep. I haven't seen full power, really, but giant sea mos- monster vestibule sounds more dangerous, powerful than Knife Boy. <laughs> yes. Pretty powerful, Five, yeah. teleportation and time travel. Way more impressive than Bruce's strength, in my opinion. Klaus, yep. I'm, I'm reading all this. That wasn't in my opinion. That was in Mar- Murray Lee's oh, right. opinion. Uh, Klaus, okay. uh, for this one, I'm remembering Hargreaves mentioned a lot more potential with Ben going tangible and the potential to command armies of the dead does stump top three, I think. Then Allison, spanner in the works, potentially most dangerous based on how it's used, but if it's limited to one person at a time and a five-syllable phrase, maybe it's nerfed a lot more than I think. Yeah, well, that I mean, that's been shown how much it can be Vanya trumped it easily because the problem with this one is you have to have a run-up to it. So you have to, you're telling yeah. people for about three seconds that you're about to do something to them, if you're aware of that power. Yeah, it's interesting. She, 
Yeah. Uh, look, I, I think so. I, I think um, that there could be something to uh, this There was still, obviously, Diego Knife Boy, to be fair, can bend physics around projectiles, but come on. Number six has a giant sea monster. And then one Luther, strong boy. Uh, yeah. I don't rate their powers very much. But yeah, I, Allison's definitely... She can, yeah... Manipulate stuff by saying stuff. I mean, that's that's pretty powerful. We don't, but again, we don't know the full extent at this stage, at least in the TV series, of what they can all do and what their limits are. But yeah, it seems like at this stage that that feels like an okay theory. Yeah, I think so. Um, my- but that also suggests that that, um, that Sir Reggie oh. knew their capabilities in advance, which maybe he did, or maybe he. There was a process of discovery. We're not really sure about that, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, but that, I mean, that, because initially I was thinking it was in reverse order, and I think maybe the family thought that too, because Luther's always talked about as the leader. He's number one. But it does mm. feel like yep. the reverse order makes more sense. Um, anyway, Mari mm. Lee finishes saying, love you, hang in there. Remember everyone from Australia to America to sub-Saharan Africa is dealing with this thing in some way. Talking about... Uh, COVID nineteen. Mm. I'm pretty sure there. Not just season. Not just season right. two of not- <laughs> the Umbrella Academy. The Umbrella Academy. <laughs> and and our poor retelling of it. <laughs> We're all gonna just get through it together. Uh, um. P.S. Got specific <laughs> with the towns I live work in because I thought it would be a laugh to hear you Anglophiles try to pronounce them. <laughs> Hope you did. Oh, you got me. <laughs> uh, uh, very good. Yeah, very, you got me a beauty there. All right. Um. <laughs> but yeah, also I'd I'd love to I'd love to be able to pronounce the <laughs> everything better, but especially places. <laughs> Great looking names yeah. of towns. Uh all right, let's just quickly go through the one specific to this episode now. Season two, episode two. Uh so if you are unaware, you can uh, click on the link in the show notes and um put your comments in there. If they're either general, and then we'll get to them when we can. But um, if you're specific to an up- upcoming episode, put down the episode and I'll read it out on that specific episode. That makes sense. And that is exactly what Cole Bouchard did from Alberta, Canada. And Cole wrote, at 32 minutes, 15 seconds, five... Ooh, this is very specific to this episode, I think. If you want to, if you all have got it in front of you, Evan, you want to skip to 32 minutes, 15 seconds? Oh, yeah, I might be able to queue it uh, up. At th- what was it, yep. 32 and 15? At 32 minutes, 15 seconds, five walks past a box of cereal on Elliot's table. The cereal is called C- Clever Crisp, and in the comics, it was invented by Sir Reginald Hargreaves, who perhaps, you already know, founded the Umbrella Academy, which is the namesake of this show, the Umbrella Academy. <laughs> Day one, huh. which I'm pretty sure is a callback to a weird thing I accidentally said on an old Do Go On episode. Um, I was doing a report. I can't remember what it was about, but I had this brain fade in the middle and I just said day one <laughs> and it didn't relate to anything. It was a real weird moment, <laughs> uh, which I'd forgotten about until right then. Thanks for bringing back the good old times, Cole. I should, I've mentioned Do Go On a few times. People who don't know it, it's a show I do with a couple of friends, Dave and Jess, and we... Uh, go into historical topics, people, you know, biographies or events, um, different things like that. And then uh, we research it and read the report back to the other two um, 
for instance, last week's episode, or this week's episode was about Robin Williams, the actor and comedian. Last week's episode was about the Donna Party, which was a an epic American uh, journey from the 1800s or 1700s uh, that ended pretty badly, putting it lightly. And hmm. before that was the O.J. Simpson trial. So it can be kind of about anything. Um, but anyway, thank you so much, Cole, for that message. And the final one we'll do today comes from David Gomez in Chicago. Ah, the windy city, Chicago. <laughs> and David writes, <laughs> I can't, David has been, as a name, I can't hear it now without thinking Shit's Creek. Oh my oh, God, David! Watch a lot of shit's <laughs> That pretty spot-on <laughs> impression. Oh yeah, I think that's cute on you, David. You yeah. should have won the Emmy. <laughs> I reckon. Um, <laughs> I think that's cute on you. Is that one of the lines? Uh, it feels I'm feeling like an impression now. Normally, I'd nail those impressions. <laughs> uh, so, David writes, "Hello, Matt and Evan. I have a few questions. First. Have you noticed that Luther's hands are leathery ape hands when they're exposed, but normal human hands when he's wearing gloves? I have not noticed that. I had not noticed that, no. He's mostly mm. wearing gloves. So, I guess the um, point there is that I they think... don't look as big with the gloves on. And when the gloves um, are off. When the gloves yeah, are so off. Yeah, so maybe, I mean, um, maybe these are sort of gloves that really, you know, really bring you in. You know, like oh, like they're, they're tight. so tight they, that they're like yeah, maybe they're compression is, gloves. That must be uncomfortable. Or, yeah, or maybe the when it looks like he's got ape hands, that's just him wearing different gloves that look like ape hands. Maybe. Or maybe it's just like yeah, that's a, interesting. I wonder a fuck up by the costume department. Yeah, it is. It is weird that his hands are definitely normal because his fingers are exposed. Oh, I was looking at a scene, weird. the scene where he he grabs the snub nosed revolver, not in the, the snub nosed monkey, and he's got reg yeah. He's oh, got regular really hands. Um, that seems like a big yeah. oversight. I hope someone got fired for that blunder. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> good one. All right. And uh, it's it's almost like the IMDb um, uh, goofs section is written into us directly. <laughs> Second, <laughs> has anyone called Diego a piece of shit yet? Whoa. Because <laughs> he's number two. What? And that seems like the easiest joke you can make with a name oh. like that. David, it was right there in front of us the whole time. I guess we can call <laughs> Luther a piss piss boy as well. Is that how it works? One's piss. Uh, yep. Two shit. Uh, yes. Diego, you piece right. of shit. I, not that I've noticed, but, I mean, surely you grew no. up with a bit of that. Third, why are Alison and Raymond and all of the black people discriminated against, but Diego and Leela are not? My parents grew up Hispanic in the 60s and 70s, having to deal with racism, so I find this strange. Are we to believe, similar to the phone thing, that the world of the Umbrella Academy is one where black people are the only ones discriminated discriminated against, or is it just easier for the story to not get bogged down with these things? Yeah, right. Oh, it's interesting. Uh, yeah, that is interesting. I, I'm I guessing. Mean... Yeah, maybe, maybe that's what it. Maybe it's just the bogged down thing. They've got a yeah. like a. It's quite a diverse cast, and they. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think of of times where 
uh, Diego and Lila are kind of out and about because they've had a pretty rough yeah. time of it in, you know, uh, jail or whatever, you know, or, or in the asylum yeah, perhaps, or wherever they are. Perhaps if they, they were white characters, like they the wouldn't have been locked up for the the crimes they'd supposedly committed or something. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, it's a good question. Yeah, we, I don't think we've seen much of them out and about in the community. No, so like it, not in, in a shop or something oh. like that. I mean, you've seen yeah, Klaus yeah. sort of get funny looks when he's gone to the pub, but that's because of the yeah, way he's dressed, perhaps. But, yeah, like, yeah. and that does feel like a um some something in that world of, like, hey, you, you don't look like us. Yeah, but mm. it's, it's hard to know. But, yeah, you're right, Evan. Um, Diego, so far, I don't know, maybe David's writing from he's seen a bit more of the season, but this mm. message is specific to this episode. So maybe, yeah, maybe as we go along, we'll we'll um, see whether or not they've gone that way. Uh, David's got a fourth. Fourth, is it just me? Or does one of the Swedes look <laughs> like a cross between Anthony Hopkins and Rutger Hauer from Blade Runner? I don't know. Rutger Hire. Uh, let me look up Rutger. We're just doing some oh. Googling. I mean, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can see that for sure. The long, long, uh, long locks. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he, I mean, mm. maybe even take out the the Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> He's definitely got a, a Rutger Hire vibe. looks like him. Vibe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, definitely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it looks like it could be him. <laughs> uh, but like a younger version. Four great uh, and interesting points there, David. Thank you so much. Uh, David finishes saying, anyway, enjoy yourselves, DG. And then PG, PS. PG would have been <laughs> weird. PS. On the last <laughs> Q&A episode, you talked about having animal powers, and Matt said that there is probably a superhero called Animal Man. You are, in fact, correct. Animal Man, Animal Man is a DC <laughs> Comics character. Of course Which I is. recently suggested as a topic for the show. Ah. Since a couple of the storylines from the 80s and 90s feature apes. Have you already seen that suggestion? I don't know. I just thought I might mention it here. No, I reckon I haven't seen that suggestion. <laughs> That's, the primate suggestion hats is a wild, overgrown place that I... I dare not... <laughs> I, like, I go in there and it stresses me out. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to set up a, I'll, yeah, if we, I don't know if we're, the reason we're doing this season is because we're in lockdown and we still are here in Melbourne. So that, that was the inspiration to come back. Really? We were, I think when we talked about doing a hiatus, we didn't think it would be for two months. I think we thought it was going to be for, you know, maybe forever. We had no idea. So, yeah. um, yeah, it was funny that, uh, a worldwide, pandemic brought the show back but after this season i don't know i I imagine we'll be having another break but maybe we'll come back and do episodes sporadically might be another that's true erica uh from napsa the north american primate sanctuary alliance got in contact when she saw that we rebooted the show saying she's keen to come on and do an episode so i'm sure i'll do an episode with her as well you've never met her have you evan you should come on that one as well no. Yeah, I should. Uh, anyway, that brings us to the end of the episode. What a fun time it has been, as always. Please get in contact. If you're watching along with us, let us know how you 
finding it so far. If you've got any theories or anything like that, chuck them in uh, the message folder machine thing below in the show notes. Oh, one thing, uh, someone, Evan, remember last week? I stopped reading one out because it had a spoiler vibe. That totally was oh, yeah. a, a spoiler, um, it, it, but only from this episode. So it was a very soft spoiler. The question was, Evan, mm. I was wondering if you started a cult like Klaus, what would be its core belief? And that was from oh. Ali McLaughlin in Toronto. <sighs> Uh, that's tough. Um, probably just that I'm really great. Okay. That'd be probably the main thing if I was going to start a cult, right? Yeah. You got to have, you know, it's like having a, 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 you know, you know, it's a person, a cult of person, it's all, it's all about. Being a, a a figure, a leader, right? So they've got to. If they don't believe that that you're the the greatest thing ever, then what are they doing? Then here? then what's the point? What are you doing? It's not a cult. Then this isn't the podcast for you. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, um, and I think this just might be the basis for nearly all organized religion, and probably unorganized religion as well. But um, be be kind to each other. No. Oh, that's good. That's Jerry Springer. Um, but, oh. But same idea. <laughs> Only, yeah. uh, and I guess if you're the head of a cult, be extra nice to me, but be kind to everyone and just a little bit extra for me. Is that too much I ask? Maybe I'd like breakfast in bed on Sundays. <laughs> that's the whole <laughs> the cult. You can be in the cult, but one of you has to get up and make pancakes. <laughs> Once a week. Let's have a roster or something. Yeah, let's have a roster. And I'll do it. I'll do it it's for you too. <laughs> so we'll take it in turns. Uh, cool. Yeah, good question. Ali, but you broke Evan's rule. Maybe you wrote in before Evan uh, made the rule, but you got to give your answer as well. If you ask a question like oh, that, yeah. you've got to tell us what your core belief would be. Yeah. Uh, maybe it should be something like um, respect all primates. Oh, yeah. Especially the non-human ones. <laughs> but are they sentient? Oh, and if you know what sent, if you've got any better understanding of sentience. Matt- I'm sure there would be some philosophies out there that, that people could send yeah, in. Yeah, great. Fantastic. All right. Um, well, thanks so much for joining us, everybody, especially you, my second banana, Evan Munro-Smith. People can find you Saturday mornings no on Twitch. And uh, the link is in the show notes, uh, as is the link to Gamey Gamey Game, which is a video game show that's on hiatus at the moment, but we'll be coming back soon. And there's a whole back catalogue of Mm -hmm. episodes to watch for a good fun time. But as we always say here at Primates Podcast... (laughs) Respect all primates. (laughs) You got that one right at the end. Yeah. podcast is part of the planet broadcasting network visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates i mean if you want it's up to you selling a little <laughs> 
or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.